Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's two old queens. It's two old queens. They're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens. It's two old queens. Now shut up. Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Mark, I am so excited about our guest this week. I'm not sure if you know who he is, but please let everyone know who's joining us. I know him pretty well. He's an actor, writer, and my roommate. You know him from UCB and his short film, ah, and his short film Sperm was recently in the Berlin Film Festival. It's Josh Breckis. Hello. You are the <laughs> nice. second roommate of mine to be on this show. How does that okay, feel? Okay, well, that feels bad that you, I didn't even know. I have a second choice it's fine i well i blocked it i blocked that memory oh i see not you didn't block my social media or anything no that i would never that you pour over never yes yes (laughs) first thing you look at when you wake up it's my first thing when i wake up so i know what's going on in the world (laughs) uh mark's tweeted something about a comic book movie Uh (laughs) hot take hot take hot take yeah, Mark uh, asked if I liked spoilers today, and then I was like, well, I don't know, I, m- I might watch it. And then he gave me the spoilers to WandaVision. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I don't know. Yeah, it's true. And did I really spoil anything? Which did is you the exact same thing was... as consent. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, speaking of consent, Josh, what was your like, uh, or John too, what was your guys like? Do you have like any early acting experience? Like, what was your earliest memory of like actually acting? 
Like, did you do any community theater? Oh yeah, absolutely. The first show I remember doing was a at the community college. Uh, it was a production of Wizard of Oz, and I played a Munchkin, which sounds like I was in the ensemble, but it was a version of Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Thank where there you. Were extra scenes. <laughs> There were extra this scenes that were not version. in the movie. And did your mother, did lines. you write this? No, I did not. <laughs> no, they wouldn't produce my version of it. I see. Um, there were the a bunch of, of John for a munchkin and they gave all of them to me. I see. Um, but I, there, I have video of it. And in retrospect, some friends of mine, I watched again and we realized that I was really cast as uh, the faggot munchkin. I was, I was a little That's kid. the story of your life. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> I had like a, a purple judge's robe, a half, a half pink, a hot pink, like half cape that just like went down to like my waist and like a little beret and I had shoes that had a bit of a heel and a twirly toe. But what did you wear in the show? <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know, that's funny, John. I was also in, a, I did children's theater when I was oh, younger. Nice. I was also in the Wizard of Oz. Okay, and who are you? The wizard. Oh, so maybe okay. hire Whoa. Billy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, I guess it depends on production values. I mean, you know. <laughs> Uh, this had uh, a lot of tempera painted cardboard. Thank you very Ooh, much. Wow. Okay. I also did one show there. I was like, it was Return of Peter Pan. Oh, you know that famous play. Oh, and yes. um, I was Smee. And uh, there was a scene where I was supposed to like get the pirates' names wrong. And like the names were like Blue Dog, like a Red Tiger, or whatever. And I was supposed to like mix them up. But I, in the show, I was really mixing them up. So I really was, but you couldn't tell, but I knew. So at the end I got, I said, oh, whatever the hell your name is. And I was like 11. Mm -hmm. And then that brought was down the, the house, brought down the house. Oh, the well. mayor was there and I got a special. <laughs> always, always. Was his wife there? The mayor's one thing, but the mayor's wife, that's she a whole other. She clutched her pearls and threw them on the stage. <laughs> I feel like that's a saying, the mayor's here. Is the mayor over there? <laughs> it was Milpitas, a very small uh, Bay Area city. Wow. But I was so embarrassed for swearing on stage. <laughs> you were method. How about you, Josh? No, I was too uh, nervous. I was a very shy child. But I, uh, my first experience, like in English class, I would instead of a book in lieu of a book report, I would ask my teachers if I could do a sketch, and I would basically okay. copy an SNL sketch word for word, and then like just apply like Ophelia or whatever we were reading, like whatever oh. book we were reading. Just put the name. But I got that rush because people people liked it. Yeah. How was Mango like Huckleberry Finn? I wonder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but my star I uh but I started stand up in Scottsdale, Arizona in a little place called Entertainment Alley. Okay. And that was in a strip mall uh by a steakhouse. So it's, it, it was a lie. It wasn't an alley. Uh, yeah, that's a good it point. Wasn't. Yeah, that's a good point. I should bring it up to the owner. He might be dead, but uh, <laughs> I signed a life con lifetime contract with the guy that ran it, and he taught like stand up classes. And so that's where I started doing stand up. Was like in this little strip mall in Arizona. That's perfect. Fun. It was all right. It was kind of sad. Wait, you signed a lifetime contract? <laughs> yeah. What does that yes, mean? Yes, I was. I don't know. I was like 22, and he's like, "You got talent. Here's a contract," and it. And I signed it and then I looked back years later and it was like a lifetime contract. He was like, for what? Guy. Like to always get a <laughs> to be his spot? manager. To be for oh. him to be my manager. Wow. I see. No, I think it's a uh, Chili's now. I don't think it's I don't think it's there. <laughs> you know, we call that a glow up. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Chili's. 
but no nothing no i didn't have any oz experiences i also did this other thing i remember when i was a kid i was a briefly as a child pursuing acting and i was in this it must have been a scam it was like a thing called faces international Ooh. where it was like a book where they would put like headshots essentially oh yeah like, it was a scam, it was, it was a scam. <laughs> yeah yeah uh, I only ever got like two auditions, but like I would go to acting classes through them, but it was, I was the only child. So it was me <laughs> and like people in their third, and I'm doing like, I think I did a scene from like Tender Mercies with a woman where wow. I was playing like her husband. Like it didn't make any sense. <laughs> people getting taken advantage of. <laughs> I don't know. Did they try to touch you anywhere, Mark? Did anything? <laughs> Just uh, the acting bug is what just, the, yeah, so, just your which heart. is what I call my prostate. Um, <laughs> I bet your doctor loves that. <laughs> my acting bug. <laughs> no, but seriously, how am I down there? <laughs> I'm doing great. Speaking of doing great, today we're talking about waiting for Guffman. John, what's the deal with waiting for Guffman? Mark, let me tell you the deal with waiting for Guffman. It was directed by Christopher Guest and written by Christopher Guest and Eugene Levy with original musical numbers written by Guest, Michael McKean, and Harry Shearer. Uh, as are the other mockumentary films created by Guest, the majority of the dialogue was improvised. And uh, Waiting for Government tells the story of when a, the town of Blaine, Missouri approaches this sesquicentennial. There's only one way to celebrate with a musical review called Red, White, and Blaine. Hoping the show will be his ticket back to Broadway, impresario Corky St. Clair rounds up a cast of enthusiastic but untalented locals to perform in his masterwork. But when Corky reveals that theater agent Mort Guffman will be attending the opening, things really kick into high gear. The cast includes Christopher Guest, Eugene Levy, Catherine O'Hara, Fred Willard, Parker Posey, Louis Arquette, Bob Balaban, and Matt Kieslar. It premiered on January 31st, 1997. It made $2.9 million off a budget of $4 million. Roger Ebert gave the film three out of four stars, writing, attention is paid not simply to funny characters and punchlines, but to small nudges at human nature. And that is the deal with Waiting for Guffman. Wow. So, Josh, we asked you to pick a movie. Why Waiting for Guffman? It, I think if I was to go back as the first comedy I remember, because my dad knew I kind of liked, I used to do like impression, really bad impressions and stuff. Well, I, I guess SNL was the first thing I watched. But he was like, watching it and I and I remember walking in and I thought it was a real documentary and I was like this is the weirdest little I was yeah <laughs> I was like this is the weirdest little town and my dad he pulled I mean this isn't a prank he just let me believe it was a documentary until like, I think I was in like college until I was like yeah, oh what were you in 1996 <laughs> oh I was so well I guess I was in my I guess I was 12 and it's just stuck with you ever since oh yeah and then and then um yeah I just loved it and uh I just, I don't know. It's you, like a lot of imp improvisation. You mm -hmm. just forget that they are, they're doing that. It really does seem just well written, like character uh, monologues and stuff like that. I, I don't know. I just, I just love deadpan, super serious characters saying and doing the dumbest things, and it has always stuck with me. <laughs> How many times do you think you've seen it? I've probably seen it like ten times. Pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, John, what's your uh, backstory with my waiting backstory? for backstory? Yeah. I first saw it, uh, my sister, I was living in New York and my older sister was a flight attendant and she would sometimes, if she had a layover nearby, she would just come and stay with us. And she came home one day and she was like, I heard about this 
movie that I think is really funny and I want to go watch it. So I knew nothing about it. And I was like, what is it? Like, it just sounded so weird to me. So I walked in not knowing anything. My dumb sister, she always has the dumbest ideas. And so I walked in totally cold, knowing nothing about it and laughed so hard. Like I literally fell out of my seat laughing in a movie theater at this movie. I thought it was so funny. You literally fell out of your seat? Uh, Yes, not, not an exaggeration at all for comedic effect. Um, and I have seen it, I couldn't tell you how many times. I feel like it's one of those movies that like I've shown to so many people. It was mm. one of those movies that for years, it, if someone said they hadn't seen it, I'd be like, we're watching it right now. Like we're stopping what we're doing. Back when I was doing like, doing more like regional theater and stuff like that, every cast, there would always be like a night where we'd be like, let's all stay up late and watch Waiting for Government. It's just so, it's such a, I honestly could not tell you how many times I've seen this movie. I think it is so funny. It's so smart. Uh, watching it again, I was like, it still holds up. It's so great. I think of all the mockumentaries, I think this is uh, definitely the best of all the Christopher Guest uh, mockumentaries to me, without a doubt. Uh, and I just love it. How about you, Mark? What is your history with Waiting for Government? I mean, I don't remember the first time I've seen it. I just seen it a million times. I also feel like it's like one of those that's been on TV, but like it's been on HBO forever. So it's just whenever it's on, you can't not watch it. I just love, yeah, like it's, it's just so like, warm and kind to the characters and it's just like sweet like it's not really laughing at these people you're laughing they are ridiculous but it's not yes it's a mockumentary but they're not really mocking the characters like there's such like a warmth and you see the joy they get from the actual performance i go back and forth between if this or best in show is my favorite um, i think best in show is more accessible but i for my money this one's just funnier and the thing that i think is the the like the subsequent movies sort of I don't want to say suffer from, but it's just like with this one, there was like these people. And then every time he does another one, it's like he has to have all of this core group of actors introduce a few new ones. So by the time it was like the third and the fourth one, it was like, oh, you have to have parts for 20 different comedians who are all really funny, but it just becomes this like huge hodgepodge, like this mess of like so many characters that need to take up airtime instead of Whereas this one, it was like, it's basically these five people and that's it. And so I think that's what this one has really going for it. It's clean. Best yes. in Show's got Jennifer Coolidge and Jane Lynch together, you know. That so is that's, true. That's I think tough. Best in Show is great, but I, for my budget, money, I think right? government's bigger a little- Bigger budget, right? Bigger budget, mm, I'm sure. And I got to imagine Waiting for Government's uh, recouped its budget by now. Oh, I'm do sure. you know, I, do you know I, I forgot to tell you, the, the first acting class I took in LA and it was really bad and I don't want to- What, an LA acting class? class? No. What? But huh. I was- The I was, Anthony Mendel School on Melrose? No. <laughs> No, 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 it's even more underground than that. I was, okay, so I've done UCB, right? And that was about all I've done, that and stand-up. And I took this new class, and like, you need to bring in a monologue. So I, I brought in Corky St. Clair's monologue to the to the, it's, the community, the council. Which monologue? The bastard, your bastard people. And I did it. I was basically doing an impression of Christopher Guest doing that monologue. And this was a bad acting class. So I was like, oh, I got this. And everyone stood there, didn't say a word. And uh, she goes, what was that? And I was like, oh, it's Waiting for Guffman. And I think a lot of people hadn't seen it, but they're like, that's not what a monologue is supposed to be. You're supposed to come in and like be a character, like be yourself, not do this weird impression of someone doing a monologue. It was very embarrassing. It sounds like you killed it, frankly. And pearls before <laughs> where are those swine, people. I say. Yeah, yeah. Where are those people? That's true. 
No, but I, other people in the class, just someone named Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. <know. laughs> yeah. J-Law was in my class. <laughs> well, Josh, as you may or may not know, we are looking for the gayest movies ever. So we have a complex and Byzantine scoring system with which to judge these movies. We're going to go through a ton of categories. And at one point, you are going to add a category and it will be added to the wheel. What does that mean? It doesn't matter. You'll figure it out when we get to it. But maybe just keep in the back of your head, you have to come up with a category. Okay. Uh, so let me just tell you, this is our current rankings. These are the current top five gayest movies ever with their score. With an 85.19% at number five, The Lost Boys. Number four with 86.92%, Death Becomes Her. Number three with 89.81%, The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Number two with a 92.99%, The Bride of Frankenstein. And number one with a 94.83%, Female trouble. So, if you had to guess, where do you think uh, Waiting for Guffman's going to end up? And how many movies is this out of? Uh, we are or, or just eighty something. Yeah, yeah. Like, what do you think the it's, score? It's going to be. Uh, it's going to be in the like the forties, fifties, in the forties, fifties. Um, you think it's going to get that score, a, or like in the top forty? Top forty. Sorry. So 40, the score gotcha. would be more what? Around the 60s, 60s, maybe 60s yeah. perhaps. Yeah. yeah. All right. You think you maybe we got a silence of the lambs, uh, fried green tomatoes on our hands, is what <laughs> exactly. I'm hearing. Sure. <laughs> you really? <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe it's lower. I don't, you know what? <laughs> well, there's only well, one way to find system. out. It's, true. it's your system. <laughs> Why are you getting mad? <laughs> I'm mad. Now Josh is mad. Everyone has to okay. deal with that. Yeah. Welcome to my wow. life, John. You got to live with it. Wow. <laughs> All right, so our first group of categories are the canon categories. So for these, we're each going to give it a score between 0 and 100, and we take the average of all three of our scores. So, Josh, on a scale of 0 to 100, how would you rate Waiting for Government in actual gay characters? Oh. Well, there's at least two, I would say. That's we got what I Corky got. And, Corky and oh, Steve and Michael. Clark. Yeah, Michael Hitch Hitchcock. Who compares Corky to Barbara Streisand? Yeah, and has that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do love when Steve Stark is losing his shit at the end of the show. Yes. <laughs> like Corky, did Just you screaming? Pause it. You see the extra next to next him. To him yes. <laughs> yes. It's so it makes it even better because he has like sixty hours of footage for that film. And, <laughs> he's so funny. I I, I love that part. Um, I love his intermission speech. But this is which is when he prepares oh, it to yeah. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um. Okay. There's I'm two. Trying to do quick math, guys. Uh, Although Corky St. Clair does have a wife, Bonnie. Never seen but her. Come on. Yeah. Huh? Um, uh, 65. 65. I mean, he is on the poster, Corky. <laughs> That's true. He pretty All much right. is the poster. He is the poster. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, if you really think it's like a cast of five and it's like Corky, oh, we don't know about Bob Balaban. He could be gay as well. He could be very, like, very, like, quiet. So I'll go. I'll go 66. <laughs> a gay person can't be quiet, John. <laughs> they have to be fabulous. You said 56? I said 66. 66. Uh, I'm going to go 57, just because uh, it's like one and a half. So giving it a 62.67, which is almost double what the man from Uncle got. Okay. Pretty great. All right, our next category, drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch Waiting for Guffman and come away with a whole book of ideas? I would say, I think so. Like everything Corky wears. Don't you think there are distinct looks in this? Like, especially like in the final show. 
like in the sort they're like Americana yeah, with like, like him with those high shorts and the beanie the Mars even like the the <laughs> the metallic suit in the Mars and uh, nothing the good Martian, happens yeah, in yeah. Mars yeah 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 I also I think, think Sheila's hairspray bangs are pretty uh fun her like hairspray True. bang flap thing oh yeah the like see an enemy on her forehead right very something about Mary any girl in a Dairy Queen outfit I mean Courtney's there's a Dairy suit. Queen. The Judy Tenuta sweatshirt. The Dairy Queen. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a bit of a Dairy Queen myself. <laughs> I, I don't know. Love... I mean, like, I think it's Go great, ahead. and I think like people are inspired by it. Like, there's so many li- like I have yet to do a show where someone doesn't say it's the day of the show, y'all. You know, since this movie <laughs> has come out, you do do a lot of shows though in Alabama, though. That's yeah. true. Yeah, um, it's my home. You know, I signed that lifetime contract, so I have to <laughs> yeah. keep going back there. Entertainment holler, I believe. Which is an actual holler. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> they just have chili there now. Mm. <laughs> Not chilies. Am I giving a score? Yes. yes. Well, I, yeah, it's okay. I didn't know we're I still talking about it. It's okay. We're still chit chatting though. I don't know. I think like I'm, it's low on like actual like looks looks though. I will say. Yeah. I don't know. Not from the that the last not also, this season, but the season before. Mm-hmm. I forgot her name. That one. I think that she one. Catherine O'Hara? No, in the in drag You mean race. in drag race? Oh, drag race. I'm gonna go, I'm going 80%. 80. I think as far as visuals go, it's kind of low. I'm gonna go 45. Wow. 45. <laughs> Uh, I think you're both wrong, and the answer is somewhere in the middle. So I'm going to wow. give it a 65, giving it a 63.33. Also, like Corky's hair is pretty iconic. I would, you know what I mean? The clearly wig, and the his like, jean pants yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that, that he's wearing backwards. Ankles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's and a his lot. His blue there, jumpsuit with like the American flag ascot. I mean. I think they're giving it a 63.33, which is if you added up the total drag queen inspiration scores for Wedding Singer and Man from Uncle, Waiting for Guffman would still be 3.33 points higher. Okay. Pretty good. All right. Our next category gay icons. I would rate Waiting for Guffman and gay icons. Hmm. Well, Catherine O'Hara and Parker Posey. Right. Do you think there's a case to be made for Corky St. Clair himself being a gay icon? I think so, but is my understanding that there's a somewhat of an appraisal of his performance. You mean a reappraisal? A reappraisal, excuse me. Because, you know, um, Christopher Guest is straight and here he is playing this character, which I don't know, it's interesting. We sort of talked about this when we talked about the prom where it's like, I, I've i never found Corky Sinclair offensive. Well, no, because he on feels paper, more like a fully, di- he feels like three-dimensional, even though he is like does a silly comic. Does com- he really feel? You, know, <laughs> I mean, like, you see his highs, you see his lows. <laughs> he's yeah, selling then, remains of the day lunch boxes. I don't know right. how. But the joke is the man with a Richard Simmons wall calendar. Yeah. Right. But I, but oh, I mean, I there's like, a, he's shopping for a pantsuit for his wife, Bonnie. I, like, it is weird. Like, I can't, there's so much stuff that on paper seems like it should be offensive. Right. But I but my response has never been to be offended by it. Well, cause it seems like it's done with like love. It doesn't seem like it's coming from a place of like hate, or, you know, or uh, being bad like James Corden. Yeah. Um, or like it's a care, I almost wanna, I think it's a, it's someone that he's knows in real life that he can't like, you I mean, know? he said it's like a composite of a lot of people. Yeah, a composite of people that he was probably in acting class with or something. <laughs> Or had a teacher. He's Corky St. Clair reminds me of some teachers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He definitely reminds me of some people yeah. that I know. So my rating for what is the category again? Sorry. This is gay, gay icon. We're just talking about, 
Yeah. It's Corky St. Clair gay icon. Like, I'm not getting a tattoo of him anytime soon. Don't get me wrong. Right. No. You have, but you have a lot of tattoos. Right. I have so many tattoos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, Mostly I'm a Fred go, Willard. Ah, uh, he's great in this. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 46.5 or just 46. <laughs> not gonna <laughs> round up to 47. No. 46. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think Catherine O'Hara definitely. Parker Posey. I'll go definitely. 55. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 64. That's mostly for Catherine O'Hara and Parker Posey. I do think Parker Posey is huge. Mm. Um, I want her in more things. She's the only good part of Superman Returns. I'll say it. Wow. wow. <laughs> you know, everybody loves that movie. Giving it a 55, which is a 0.67 points higher than The Wedding Singer. So eat shit, Drew Barrymore. Wow. All right, our next category, the male gaze. How horny is the camera for the male form? I would say the camera's not horny for anybody, really. No, this is not no. a horny movie. You get a little bit like Matt Kiesler. When we Johnny Savage, him, Johnny also Savage, a, a porn star name. Yeah. yeah. When he's like, when we first meet him at the auto shop and he's, I do think they do shirt. dress him. Yeah. Intentionally to make him seem like, oh, this is someone Corky is attracted to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're not, I, I don't think it's just how they dress him. I think it's everything Corky says and does and <laughs> how too. he interacts with him. Is, is the is Parker Posey and that guy that we just talked about, I don't know his name, Savage or whatever, smoking Savage. cigarettes. That's only sexually charged scenes you, for me. Do you think someone smoking <laughs> cigarettes is sexy? I mean, it is. I do. It I, is and definitely I do, and cool. I, yeah, and I know cigarettes are bad, and we need to get of rid of them. But I hate the stigma that we need to get rid of characters smoking cigarettes in movies. Thank you. Cool. Yeah, it's sexy, and we mm -hmm. grew up on it. And, Did you ever yeah. see? There was a PSA that came out a couple of years ago of like. It's like the big bad wolf in like a town full of like pigs and like it's a town full of pigs, but it's the big bad wolf comes into town and he's smoking and all the pigs are disgusted. But in the commercial, he's the coolest one. Like he's like wearing a leather jacket, is smoking and he looks awesome. Like, wouldn't you rather be a wolf instead of the pigs? Wait, no, yeah, that wasn't the commercial. I thought he, it was like, an anti-smoking PSA. I, uh, but I saw one where he can't blow the house down because oh, he doesn't have enough lung capacity. <laughs> that makes sense. That and makes that sense. Was, yeah. And that the was one, I was I was rock hard during that PSA. Absolutely. <laughs> As a child. Uh, uh, so yeah. So for the male gaze, what would you give this? I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say thirty. Thirty. Uh, yeah. It's a it's a mockumentary. It's it's not. I don't. I didn't find any of it. Although There's the way he, where he's like hump dancing, right? Oh yeah. Right. I'm gonna so, go back to a 45. A 45. Final answer. <laughs> Final answer. Lock it in. Locked in. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to go 15. Wow. <laughs> I mean, there's there's just sort of that one shot, really. Yeah, I gotta go uh, 12. Giving it an average of 24, which is still 3.67 points higher than The Wedding Singer. Pretty good. Do you have something against the person that did The Wedding Singer? No. It's just oh, one of the okay. few that are, that are on this thing that he can <laughs> okay, reference okay, easily. Okay. We're just on an updated scoring system. There's only three. So I only have two other movies to compare oh, okay, it to. Sorry. My <laughs> um, all right. Our next category. Entrances with pizzazz. Are there entrances oh. with pizzazz? There's not a pizzazz -y movie. No, but when Eugene Levy is playing Blaine Faven yes. in Red, White, and Blaine, and he <laughs> yes. comes in on that wooden horse, that like two-dimensional horse. Isn't he like riding a bull? 
I'm sure it was a bull that was repainted to look like a horse. Yeah. <laughs> also like the narrator in the show when he goes, oh, howdy. Like, yeah. didn't see you there. Didn't see you there. How much McKinley makeup on the train? Yeah. The makeup on him is <laughs> oh my god, it's wild. There's your drag queen inspiration. There you go. Uh, yeah, a bold lip. But you don't think you don't think in the in the actual play in the movie itself, the movie, they're, they're not grand entrances. In the the in the Blaine musical, Red White in and the Blaine. movie Red White and Blaine, I think yes, there are. But in the movie itself, hmm. it's not like it's so like understated and grounded. Yes, it's not like yeah. it's not super stylish, and that's intentional. There's yeah. also Fred Willard when he appears at the on the train. And what I love about that is when the car pulls away, all the other actors slowly like shuffle backwards <laughs> yeah. as if they're moving. Yeah, yeah so entrances with pizzazz. Oh, okay. Well, fine. Um, you personally aren't being demoted anything. I feel life. no, but my movie is failing. Okay, and I want to beat the wedding We've singer. Got in- 200 more categories, don't you worry? Don't you okay. worry. There's a lot. I'm gonna more. go, I'm gonna go 20. 20. Tough yeah, that's not, I'll go 22. And partially for the shuffling backwards because I just think that's really funny. <laughs> An exit with pizzazz. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give it a 21. Giving it a 21. All right. Wow. Our next category, Hell on Heels. Any spicy ladies not giving you what for in this? <laughs> I think Parker Posey. Parker, especially when she loses it outside Corky's apartment. There's that. Yeah. I also love uh, Sheila getting drunk at dinner. That's great. Oh. One of the best uh, drunk performances <laughs> I've ever seen. Yeah, that is so. <laughs> Just so someone you have to manage. Real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so. She's finally. She's in a bad marriage. Really bad marriage. Really bad. Poor thing. But that's about. That's just, that was not, it, right? I think so. Everyone's Pretty so much. nice in this movie. It's not a lot of like right. fighting, really. Yeah. Um, or it's all passive aggressive, if it or yeah. if it is that. Um, okay. You know, for fun though. For no. Fun. 19. This is serious, Josh. 19. It is serious. 19. I do love when Libby is just cooking that one chicken that wing one chicken on wing. the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> I will go uh, 27. 27. Uh, I'll go 23. Giving it an average of 23. I didn't even mean to split the wow. difference, but I did. All right. Speaking of cooking a single chicken wing on a barbecue, what are you going to give Waiting for Guffman in macabre? How macabre? is waiting for Guffman. There's a lot of alien abduction stuff in this. That's yeah. true. Is that macabre or fantastic? It can be both. <laughs> sure. I guess what it depends what they do Paul with you. Dooley has been uh, uh, the anal probe, several people. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I did Cross think it was macabre same. at the beginning yeah. when the one guy wants snipers for the yeah. Blaine yeah. Festival. That was... <laughs> <laughs> the gun rack made out of deer hooves. Yeah. Yeah. And then Ron training Sheila to change her instincts I thought was yes. macabre. Yes. Yeah, their yes. whole relationship is pretty that, yeah. dark. Hours of notes he gives her. Hmm. But other than that, I don't think it's the not Indy, really Indy, a... Indy, no, no. That's more sad. <laughs> when it's not Guffman, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> you think the ending when the talent producer doesn't show up is like obsessed with death? <laughs> death of the show. Death of the show. Death, death of, of the dreams. dreams. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys ever have a thing where like oh, someone so is going to be here to like watch our show? I know oh, you've done a lot of. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. When I was in Gypsy, Stephen Sondheim came and saw <gasps> the show, but he was I... apparently very drunk. <laughs> oh well. Is there any other way for him to be? I mean, how many productions of Gypsy has he sat through in his life? I don't blame him. I truly thought 
Amy Poehler would, would pop into UCB. Well, like uh, all the time? I thought she'd be in the advanced class. <laughs> or <laughs> oh, no. 301 or 401. In your I, class? She'd just I'll, take a, a 401 as a brush up. A, keep a it up, guys. <laughs> keep it up. Um, She'll just tag in on a scene. So macabre. Uh, it's, it's, I'm going to say 40 because I heard four examples. And that's the most logical Penny. way. I'll go, uh, was it Area 42? Area 51? Oh, then I'll go 51. <laughs> Area 40. That's my, that's your favorite restaurant or something. Yeah. That's your favorite restaurant. It's been so long. They've never heard of Area 51. They just. No, huh? What's the 42nd restaurant in the yeah. mall? Yeah. We're on 42nd uh, I'm going to give it a 32. I don't think it's a very macabre movie. Giving it a 41. All right. Our next category dramatic lighting. Oh. This is kind of like entrances with pizzazz. I feel like it's not, it's pretty much only dramatic once the show. We're starts. in red, white, and Blaine. Yeah, or yeah. the green when the alien ship's landing. There was also yeah. a thing I at in the song "Penny for Your Thoughts" when like <laughs> it emerges. There's someone who's like ho- like a stagehand holding a lamplight, walking by, like as if to like show that they've <laughs> they've been walking, walking along, oh, like yeah, they've been walking yeah, yeah, yeah. far on the street. And I thought that's very dramatic. Truly, you have someone embody the lighting. I once did a show. It was a dumb UCB sketch show where we had uh, the ashes of Julia Child. We're in an ice bucket and we had a man, our friend Danny Cohen composed the theme song to the show. He was dressed all in black animating so she could fly around the stage and we had someone off mic doing the voice of Julie Child. Wow. So I get it. (laughs) You understand drama. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So what do you want to give this for a dramatic lighting? Ah, I I don't think there's. Hmm. There's no Suspiria. No. Uh, 22. 22. For that street lamp, I'm going to go 33. <laughs> 33. Wow. Justice for the street lamp. <laughs> we got to get that hashtag trending. Uh, I'll go 25. Giving it a 26.67, which is 24 points higher than the wedding singer. Wow. <laughs> kicking that rapping granny's teeth in. Yeah. I'm kicking, the, I'm kicking wedding singer's ass, right? Yeah. That's how this works. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Our next category, the Brato. So for this category, in addition to literal vibrato, we also mean anytime they take something, give you a little extra and you like it. They sort of zhuzh up a moment you don't need, but they give it to you and you enjoy it. I would say like Catherine's O'Hare. Well, pretty much everyone's performance within the show is like I think like that. I think Corky's apartment is pure vibrato. Yeah. yeah. Well, what about just doing the whole show? Yeah. I mean, there's there's literal vibrato. They're singing. Yeah. No, but also that the... you see so much of red, white, and blank. Like the in... whole show. Yeah. <laughs> like usually I, I like always almost forget that I was telling Mark when I watch it. I'm like, oh yeah, they like show basically a whole show. A whole Initially, show. there's there's actually several numbers that they've cut. Like the yeah. initial uh, I I heard I read an IMDB trivia, thank you. In the original like cut of <laughs> it, like 40 minutes here. of of the movie was red, white, and blank. Great. Wow, that's great. And I've seen a bunch of the cut numbers and they're delightful. But it would be a little long, right? If we put two right. more in there. Probably, yes. I do also, and I do think it's very extra when it, nothing ever happens on Mars, how much, how many extra borings there are. Boring, boring, boring. Yes. I, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to surprise y'all with an 84. 84. I'm going to go LA Olympics. I'm going to go yep. even higher because I think they just, they do such a fun job of taking every moment. Like I love also in 
in the show when they're doing just the overture and there's the guy who's like playing the trumpet and also and, like hitting oh, yeah. the timpani. Like there's so like there's so few moments that I feel like they didn't go, what can we do to this? Like how like I, I feel like every opportunity was taken just throughout this whole movie. So I, just the density of it and jokes that like no one mentions, no one like calls out. It's not like the point of the moment, but there's just stuffed with them. So yeah. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go 96. 96. Yeah. I do think that I do like that red, white, and Blaine. Like, it's not like you're not like laughing at. It's not like oh, this show is so bad, it's good. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like right. there's this. So it's charming. Yeah. And like the text, like the dialogue is like stupid, but in a fun right. way. But it's you're glad you're not there in person, and they're not real people doing it. <laughs> That's what I felt. I was like, I could watch Why this whole performance. Well, if it was someone you actually cared about doing that performance, you'd be like, well, your life choices are or wrong <laughs> if you were dr pearl's like a brother-in-law or yeah, something yeah but also they even had that scene with david cross where he, it's just one scene and then he's not even in the movie anymore <laughs> but it did but it, it felt almost necessary that yeah, well it gives you a flavor of the town yes yeah setting the table i'll give it a 83 giving it a 87.67 wow all right and speaking of that musical numbers footwork how would you rate waiting for government in footwork well, there's the aforementioned walking backwards as the train leaves. Mm -hmm. I do there's really love the kicking in Penny for Your Thoughts. Yeah. What do you yeah. call that? The choreo. Is there a that. name for when you're like kicking your foot out like to a point? Uh, I think they're called Batmas. Excuse me. You're wow. welcome. <laughs> Wait, Not a bombant. Even the no. whole dance that they have is basically them like. Yeah, there's so much choreography. Yeah, there's so much. And it's like fun. Like, I, I don't, I couldn't do that. You could. You think I could figure yeah, it out? Yeah, I think, I think you definitely you, could do it. You put I some need time. to practice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not that much, not that much practice, but you don't want to lose the magic. You know, you don't want to <laughs> yeah. over, you don't want to overdo yeah, it. It doesn't want to be routine. I think there's a. I, I'm gonna go 67. 67. I will go 81. 81. Uh, yeah, I'll go 82. Oops. All right. All right. Don't worry. Everything's fine. 82. Give me a 76.67. I accidentally erased my footwork score for the wedding singer. Oh. Uh, See, thank I, God I, for I Command you, Z. Am I right? You don't like whoever did the wedding singer, and I know it. Erin <laughs> McGowan. She was a pure oh, delight. delight. Oh, she's great. Okay. Now I feel bad. <laughs> All right. Speaking of feeling bad, how would you get, what are you going to give Waiting for Government and Spank Bank deposits? Anything you could file away to the old spank bank besides oh. uh, Parker Posey smoking? For, yeah. But that could count if, if you want to. That could to. count. It's not a very sexy movie. It's not a very no, sexy it's not a horny movie. I'm going to say that it's not a horny movie. If you get horned up for that movie, you know. I mean, Matt Keesler is nice to look at. Yeah. I mean, that's what he's there for, to just be sexy eye candy. Yeah, but he's not even- You know, he's that. retired now. He like went to like medical school and now he's like a, a mold scientist or something. That's great. Wow. He left in like 10 years. Like he left acting 10 years I, ago. I saw his IMDb and I was like, he didn't. Where'd he go? You know? Where'd he go? But now he's solving, he's uh, curing diseases. So uh, yeah, he's not in CSI Vegas. So but, who made the right choice? Well, <laughs> depends if, if that show could cure. Maybe he's just selling mushrooms. Is that really probably what he's no. doing? He's actually, uh, it seems like he's uh, pretty well regarded. He's a. Uh, Oh, for all, all the mole scientists you've spoken to speak very highly of him. His biology thesis explored the effects of anti-malarials on the brains of frogs. That's... Oh, yeah. Frogs love them. Yeah. So there you go. That sounds smart. Sounds like he's doing a good thing. I can do it. Although maybe with some practice. Maybe. Let's see. You haven't tried yet, so you don't know yeah. if you can do it. 
I think it's only the cigarette smoking for me. I do find Michael's love for Corky attractive. Hmm. That turns you on? I do like the like the hidden. You'll line. file that away to your spank bank? <laughs> no, probably not. Um, <laughs> this is this is breaking news. Wow. I'll go the I'll go the chicken wing on the grill. That, chicken wing. First, you yeah, wish you were hot. that chicken wing. Yeah, and then the um, smoking. It's gonna come up to about a twenty-five. Twenty-five. Uh, yeah, I think unfortunately it's just for me that one scene where the the sleeveless scene with Johnny uh, Savage. I'm gonna go. Mm. I'm gonna go eleven. 11, yeah, I'm gonna go seven. Giving it a 14.33, which is still six points higher than The Wedding Singer, but about 18 points lower than The Man From Uncle. Hmm. All right, Josh, yeah. this next category. On a scale of zero to 100, how likely are you to recommend waiting for Guffman to a gay person? I, I, uh, 95. A 95. Well, yeah, 95. Yeah, I'm, it's pretty high. If, again, like if, if I knew someone, I mean, it wasn't just gay people, but if someone's like, you haven't seen this, you have to see this movie. It's so funny. I'll go, I'm trying to think of someone who I would be like, nah, you don't need to watch this. Yeah, right. I feel like everyone in my family likes this movie. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm surprised yeah. it's rated R, I guess, because there's a few like F-bombs, but. Yeah. Yeah, I hate your stupid ass face. I'll go, I'll go 99. 99. Wow. What's keeping it from the 100, John? I'm, I'm sure I know some born gay people who I'd be like, you know what? You don't deserve it. Mm. Wow. <laughs> like a log cabin Republican or something. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's gatekeeping waiting for government. Uh, I'm going to give it a hundred. I think everyone should watch this movie. Give it at a 98. Okay. All right. Now we are into the wheel categories. Wait, hold on. That had to be man of, uh, I have never seen that movie. The, the man from uncle. <laughs> yeah. I've never, that had to be it, right? <laughs> Man from Uncle got an 80 and likely yeah. to recommend to gay people. And uh, Wedding Singer, 38.33. Yeah, okay. Adam Sandler. Yeah. So these, so we're the wheel category. So these are all categories that previous guests have brought in. I put them all in this wheel, which is really an app on my phone. Okay. So we're going to spin it four times, whatever category randomly pops up. That's how we will judge the movie. And then you will add your cat, come up with a category, which you okay. will add to the wheel, which you remember, remember from earlier this podcast. Remember that? I do remember that. Were you confused when I first brought up the idea of the wheel to you? No. You weren't? No. I've, I've, I've listened to the podcast, Mark. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't want me to listen to it for this 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 reason. Yeah, so he can be a bully. <laughs> He's just lured it over. Is this bully? I'm just asking this questions. bullying me. Oh, yeah. You're just asking questions. <laughs> like, just, where did you get that like shirt? like a QAnon person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah they're just no, asking they have them. the answers. Trust no, they me. have the answers. <laughs> All right. Well, first category, I think you're pretty lucky. A feels song. A feels song. Is there a song that puts you in your feels? Penny for uh, your thoughts. Penny for your thoughts. It is very sweet oh, moments. Yes, actually, that that did because they're all basically kind of joke songs. That one really did make me feel like, oh, they're try like they're trying, you know? Yeah, like, for your good thoughts for them. does it go like dime for your time? It just yeah. keeps going. <laughs> it just keeps so stupid. Going. But that's they're perfectly that's stupid. That's the lyrics. only one. I think that's the only one. It's so, the only real ballad. Everything else is an up tempo. Yeah. So. I guess, I mean, I think that that registers as a 30, right? I think that's how we're doing it. If it's just one scene. <laughs> if you want to. Or it's sort of no, just like, is know. there a song that puts you in your field? Yeah. And how oh, much yes, does yes. that It could be more than one, it. yeah. I think that's the only one that actually made me go like, oh, yeah. So that one definitely did. <laughs> okay. But I okay. think that's it, though. All right. A 30. Yeah, I'm going to go higher because I think 
it I think it's impressive that in the midst of all these sort of ridiculous songs, it is still ridiculous, but is still also sweet. And also like to see the reaction of everyone in the audience. Everyone's loving especially, it. Especially, you know, Michael Hitchcock. Uh, so I will go 72. 72, you've never been more in your feels. <laughs> no, I have. That's what 73 and up is for. <laughs> Uh, not by my math. Uh, I'm going to give it a, I'll give it a 54. It's all pretty fun. Give it a 52. A feel song is from our submarine episode. Oh. With Edgar Montplacer. Wow, I'm familiar with him. You know him. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Felt. Felt, a classic all-time category. How would you rate <laughs> Waiting for Government on Felt? I feel like there must be in the show, you would think. But maybe not. It's so cardboard. Actual felt. Yes. yes. Well, I, I wasn't. I wasn't watching the movie for this. Let me think. Let me think. <laughs> Welcome to our just world. Stop and rewatch it again. Um, yeah, let's just watch it real quick. <laughs> I think a lot of stuff in Corey's apartment. Corky's apartment. Excuse me. He's got a ton of like. He's he's got like macrame owls in there. Like he's got definitely mm, yeah. some like homemade arts and crafts going on there. I think definitely some of their costumes have got to be. Well, the opening scene. Then that whole. Well, that's not really. The whole downtown is poorly made. Oh, Just sure. the, the little, <laughs> yep. Oh, the little like diorama. Thing. Yeah, they're tearing the little <laughs> diorama. I feel like this is a very felt movie, right? The whole movie. I don't know. <laughs> it's a tough one. One thing we have learned is that felt is a process. Yeah, yeah it's not an actual thing. I'm gonna go fifty. Fifty. Yeah, I'll go because I'm sure Corky's got some. So I'll go 61. 61. Uh, I'm going to go 40. I'm giving it a 50.33. You got a lot of felt in your uh, room? I don't think so. Do you? No. No. My mom felt does. Oh, my mom. Would be <laughs> no no reason to brag. Oh, uh, well, I'm just saying. <laughs> We ever judge your mom's how gay is your mom's house? <laughs> That's our next podcast series. <laughs> okay, here we go. Another classic one: pool trouble. Pool trouble. Well, there is that scene where he goes to ask for more money. He asks for a hundred thousand dollars, and said the whole budget is fifteen thousand, and that includes the pool. Oh, so you know, there's not pools are considered at least in this movie. They're considered, but they're not featured. They present like an existential crisis. Yeah, <laughs> as they often do. Right. Is there something to like a casting pool? Like what's the pool of talent? What's the talent pool in Blaine? Yeah, they showed a couple. <laughs> the guy that does the scene from Is It Raging Bull? Yes. Yeah. That gets me every single, he's amazing. Why isn't that man not in Fuck my wife. <laughs> Fuck my wife. <laughs> uh, so we got casting pool, a reference to a pool. Mm -hmm. I'm Guys, this is going to be my first single digit. I'm going to oh. But I'll go high, nine. A nine. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go 11. 11. Uh, I'm going to go eight. Okay. Giving it a 9.33. Pool trouble from our Gremlins episode oh, with Steve Slaga. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. Dramatic smoking. Dramatic smoking. There we go. <laughs> It's no Mad Men, which is a TV show, I realize, not a movie. Thank you. you but it will be a movie. This, have you seen this franchise? Have you seen this Mad Men franchise? <laughs> Tons of movies. It's like 80 uh, movies. <laughs> I mean, look, we got two characters that smoke. Right. We got the chicken wing. Oh, yeah. That's and also, um, yeah. 
Johnny Savage smokes a lot. I feel like that is his character. And then also they talk about the production of Backdraft he did, where he had oh. the light stuff in the in the vents. And he lit newspapers in the vents. And he got the, no one likes it, poking at you. That little, little yeah. fire poking. poking at you. Yeah. There's some fire there. That, I wish we had seen Backdraft, the musical. Yeah, we just yeah. got those production photos, unfortunately. I thought they could have done a lot of, uh, yeah, they could have branched out and done more. There should have been Winnie Guffman one, two, several three, seasons. four. Yeah, yeah. yeah several seasons. <laughs> Need more seasons of that movie. Um, I, <laughs> I'm gonna go with a still a 66. 66. Yeah, it's not like a super dramatic smoking movie, but there's some a lot of great fun stuff in there. So I will go. Is there smoking in Red, White, and Blaine? There is that fun effect with the fire where it's like there's obviously like a fan blowing up, mm. which supposed to look like flames. That's more flames than smoke. True, but where there's smoke, there's fire. So I've never heard right. that. Did you, never... you just make that up? <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's cross stitch in a Corky's uh, ha- apartment, oh, and it's uh, made of felt. <laughs> wow. So <laughs> I got to see the versions of movies you're watching. Yeah. I'm gonna. I had the DVD, so I got a few extras in it. Um, I, I will go 62. 62. Uh, I'm gonna go 40. Giving it a 56. All right, Josh, the time has come for you to add a category that we could use to judge Waiting for Guffman and then add it to the wheel to judge future movies on how gay they are. Okay. Well, the first thing that popped in my mind, I don't know Mm. if it's even referencing Waiting for Guffman, but I thought fun, fun, fun. Fun, fun, fun. So how would (laughs) we sort of break that down? How much fun, fun, fun is there to be had in the movie? Fun, exclamation point, fun, Explanation point, fun, explanation point. I mean, we do that on our Patreon series. We have a category called, oh, that's fun a lot. So this seems like so this very works. similar. Well, yeah, I think now it's I have to This seems like okay. the straight no, 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 version. We don't that. have it on. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, this is is just, <laughs> it's carefree fun. Great. I love fun, fun, fun. fun. You like it? You like All right. It? I like no, I how you said fun, fun, fun with an exclamation yeah, but, point after each one. Yeah. Okay, so what would you give Waiting for Guffman for fun, fun, fun? Well, as we've said, it's subdued. It's deadpan. But so heavy. I, I'm having. It's like yeah, a Lars von Trier movie. There's really no. There's <laughs> an really answer in the dark. Yeah, the same thing. Oddly enough, I would give Best in Show a higher score. Because of fun, dogs. Fun, fun, because of the dogs. Yeah. It's brighter. You know, it's a brighter movie. <laughs> the bigger budget. Yeah, but I'm gonna give, for fun, 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 the category I just made up. So sure. this should set the tone of Thank the, you. of the um, grading, but we'll see. 83. 83. Uh, I will go higher because I just, this movie again, just tickles me constantly. So many things. You could just tell that that all of the performers were like inspired by each other and trying yeah. to like one up each other and like that great way that happens, I think with any improv show, whether it be like a movie or like a show, like that's the most fun is when everyone is like, oh, you're doing that? Well, wait, you see what I'm bringing to the table. Yeah. So I will go. You like competitive improv. Yes. You like, yes. like, but like <laughs> delightful, <laughs> loving, loving competition. Yes, I and go, we'll see. Yes, <laughs> and top this. <laughs> so I'm gonna go 96. To be fair, John's tramp stamp tattoo does say top this. Yes. Top this. <laughs> And I don't regret it. Never have. <laughs> Why would you? That's the tattoo above the one. This is, and I don't regret this. It's busy every Saturday <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give this 100. I mean, what's more fun than Winnie for Government? Yeah. Giving it a 93. <laughs> All right, Josh. Now we are moving into the bonus category. So these categories we're going to rate from 0 to 10. And they're just bonus. So if it doesn't score well in any of these categories, it's fine. It's not going to affect the score negatively. These are just extra bonus points. Okay. All right. So the first one, this could be interesting. 
musical potential. Could Waiting for Guffman be a musical? Uh, yeah, like, absolutely. A hundred percent. There's 100%. a theater in Chicago that was running it for like late at night. They did they did Red, White and Blaine. They added the cut songs and they apparently added some other new songs. But oh, they fun. have apparently been asked, they were approached apparently several times to do this live and they just kept saying no. But imagine, um, imagine yeah. they brought the whole cast to do it. Could you uh, imagine? Could you imagine? Sell it in a second. Yeah. I'm 10. Hey. A 10. Yes. 10 as well for me. I'm also going to give it a 10. There wasn't that what the what are other like putting on a show musicals where you see them like we got a show and then at the end you see the show. Uh, I mean there's the producers. It's not like oh. the end the end of it but there's definitely that. A Mighty Wind which is another one. There's a, the concert. Oh they did that live. All right, our next category, Queer Menace. I was right waiting for government as a for queer menaces. I definitely think uh, Corky's a queer menace when he's uh, confronting the city council. When it's his old, you bastard people. Bastard people. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. A bit of a queer. But it's not like he's I don't refrained, like queer though. menace. I'm thinking is more like the like the gay villain. You know what I mean? Or like he's not. He's just like I, just, I don't think he's like a menace people. there. But I, I think don't. He's just I angry. Think I think he's just acting him. out. Well, he did. If, act what out, is a menace yeah. if not someone acting out? Mm. <laughs> Uh, I think many things, but all right. Just because we, I agree. I think I think a queer menace, like you can agree with them, and I think you know he's like menace. He's literally reading he did, them to filth. I th but I think like to me, queer menace is like these queers are coming in and they're ruining something, and I don't think that's that to me is not what that moment is. Well, I have to grade on one definition: menacing, menacing. I, I, I'll split the difference. I don't think he's very menacing, but he did halt the production. Right, it's true. Well, he walked Parker away from Posey. it. He walked right. away. Bob Alvin was, was supposed to take over, but the <laughs> we know. None of it. He, Corky knows he's the they hold, the one holding this together. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I, I'm I'm going. But low. none of his demands were met. No, that's true. Three. Have to, a three. I'll give it a one. A one. Uh, I'm also going to give it a three, giving it a two point three three percent, which is the highest we've had in queer menaces. All right. Our next category, character actress makes a big swing. I mean, problem here though, like to, for these actresses, I don't think this is big swings for them. I think this is right in their ballpark. You know what I mean? No, like, Parker Posey like... said she had never improvised before this movie. Oh. oh. Well, there you go. Well then certainly not Catherine O'Hara. No, she goes even bigger. But she that. makes like such huge, great choices that are so fun. I know, but they just don't seem like wild. They seem like, oh, this is what she's actually great, this is what she's great at. You know what I mean? Right. It's not like when you see uh, Charlize Theron and Monster kind of, you know what I mean? It doesn't feel as, it's not a dramatic swing. Like the bangs weren't that crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? The bangs were pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think she's making great, big, bold choices. And like, I don't know, I, I applaud anyone who's keeping up with Fred Willard. You know, <laughs> and especially since it's like, she has to be this submissive person to his character, but she still mm -hmm. like finds a way to, honor that but hold her own and still do great stuff and i think that that chinese the the drunk scene like that's incredible so you just fun. said to yourself yeah. it's one of the best drunk scenes i do but i think i don't know to me she's not it doesn't seem like it's outside of her comfort zone at all well i don't think it's not anything. a swing outside your comfort zone it's just a big swing well this we i'm just saying this is my interpretation okay. I, I think it's some pretty bold improvising even if they're seasoned right right <laughs> some bold swings i'm gonna yeah, give it shouldn't... a seven a seven. I'm going 10. I think that they both really knock it out of the park and make really great, big, bold choices. Uh, I'm also going to give it a seven. Don't come at me. 
giving it an average of eight, which is double what the wedding singer got. All right. All right. Our next category, witches. How witchy oh. is waiting for Guffman? It's not very it's witchy. Not really it's witchy. Very There's witchy. something witchy about cooking a chicken wing on a single chicken wing on a barbecue. And the woman behind like her, a cauldron. Yeah. The woman behind her was an actual witch. I, I didn't pick up on that. Yes. She's very scary. Was staring down the barrel of the camera. <laughs> I see. Which yeah. I love. Yeah, it was Margaret Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sure. Which it's it's not witchy, right? No, it's not. Um uh 0.5. 0.5. Um, I'll go zero. Zero. Uh I'm also gonna go zero. Giving it a 0.17%, which is actually 0.5% lower than the wedding singer. Oof. Mm. Wow. All right. Our next category, gay actors playing gay roles. Well, there's Michael Hitchcock, but I did some research. Inconclusive. Although Inconclusive, he was a ground lane. Right. <laughs> right. So, so you're really flipping a coin in that case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Christopher Guest, obviously not married to Jamie Lee Curtis, who we love. <laughs> yes. I thought that doesn't Mike, make him gay. Yeah. No. I had a fun interaction with Michael Hitchcock after a show one time, though. Just oh, so yeah? Long. Did he suck your dick? Well, the, no, yeah, I know. I just made that seem like it was. <laughs> no, he was really nice. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah, He's fun, such fun, a good fun. kisser. He's such a good kisser. What, what, that's normal interaction. No, he was He was just super com uh, complimentary. And I okay. felt a little. But I felt so this a little. Is the story. But I you felt, felt a, a spark? little. I felt a spark. Wow. But that, I can't to find this man from that. That's not fair. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I you give off to... sparks with everyone you speak with. Thank you. That's You're more of a you. It's more of a reflection that, of you. And that's, yeah, I'm going to make that's that. That's why we call you the living Flint, I believe. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the living Flint. <laughs> I'll start um one. No. Uh, what? Uh, well, one, just because I, I don't know. Yeah, I'll go one right? as well. That's what I was going to say, one. That's fair. I think we're all being safe. We're all being, uh, <laughs> giving it a one. All right, next category, themes of mothers. What do we think about the themes of mothers? Well, the only thing, Mr. Debbins is in blame because his niece had a baby. There's that. And there's a, what the one woman, she said she's a direct descendant of Blaine Faven. Oh, right. So she knows what it's like to be a Kennedy. So it's so pretty That's low. About it. Yeah, pretty yeah low. there's not a lot of. Uh, I'm going to give it another one. Well, one for um, barely mentioning mothers. I'll go, <laughs> I'll go 0. 0.5. 0. 0.5. Oops, 0.5. Yeah, I'm also going to give it a 0.5. Giving it a 0.67, which is uh, a lot lower, about 4.33 <laughs> points lower than the wedding singer. Oof. Wow. All right. You're slipping. All right. Our next category, pearl clutching. I think there's a bunch of the townspeople when they're watching the show, they're so overwhelmed. They're yeah. so like, oh, my goodness. And there's Ron and Mrs. Pearl themselves. <laughs> Wow, literal. Because there's that scene where he's being coached and he's like, yeah, dig in there and like really like grab your nipples for like how high ridge. <laughs> so there's literal ah. Pearl clutching himself. Sure. Dr. Pearl. There is a moment where Johnny's dad seems a little turned off by uh, Corky. Suspect of Corky. Oh, yeah. 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 He's like, uh, I don't think what I are you doing this here in our, yeah. Check in that the, tire. In the body shop, as it were. Yeah. Thank you. He's, he's one to talk working in a body shop. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's um, not a very pearl clutchy movie. No, I'd, I'd give it a two. A two. I'm gonna give it a four because I think the townspeople are like so overwhelmed by the show, which is part of what like yeah. is fun about it. And I think that might be part of the secret of like why it doesn't feel mean. 
is that like everyone right. responds to it in a way they're like, this is amazing. They haven't failed. They win yeah. in the end. Yeah. They don't get to go to Broadway, but nobody does. No one. All right. Our next category. Did you give it, Mark? I gave it a three. Okay. Uh, quips. How quippy is Waiting for Guffman? I think it's pretty constantly oh, quippy. Yeah, one of the quippiest. It's definitely like quotable. Oh, it's, like, it's not, not like, like. I mean, I think I think they they overlap a bunch. The, you know that. I think we've done that in the past. But as far as like, oh, that's a put down. I want. Although, like, I hate your stupid ass face is a good one. And your bastard people. <laughs> your bastard, bastard people. people. <laughs> but are we saying quippy like back and forth? Or yeah, I do. There's just like tons of just fun lines too. Just even if they're not yeah. joke, like just like uh, when she like, Gorky, we want you to live. <laughs> that whole thing. <laughs> or when they they get the when the note comes from Mr. Guffman and uh, Parker poses, what does this mean, Gorky? I don't know. It's just like so. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I don't think that they're like a lot of it. Quips though. Yeah, a six. A six. I'm gonna have to go. I'll go three. Three? This is crazy. I'm giving it a nine. <laughs> I think it's insanely quotable, but I just don't think it's like quippy. It's not like a whole lot of like sharp like queens at brunch, like putting. You know what I mean? Like not it every have quip has to, to be a put down. Uh, yeah, but I just I think like there's a difference between quotable and quippy, and I just think like it's insanely quotable. If this is quotable. I give it a ten. I give it a fifteen, but you wouldn't let me. But like, <laughs> no. but as far as like quips that's go, that's math. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've read that book, your book, John. <laughs> <Thank> quotable <laughs> versus quotable. Oh, you're the one person who downloaded. <laughs> it's it. very you. confusing. <laughs> yeah. it's, footnotes it's a, within it footnotes. Actually just, it turns into just a tongue twister book. Yeah. it's it. not quotable. Ironically, no, it's not quotable. <laughs> no. Very much not quippy. In retrospect, it was bad, yeah. <laughs> In retrospect. All right, finally, we're into the iconic categories. So now we're back to zero to 100, and these are just broader, more umbrella categories. Okay. All right, so the first category, zero to 100. What are you going to rate Waiting for Guffman? In homoeroticism. How homoerotic is this movie? Yeah. It's not very. There's the aforementioned Johnny Savage, but there's also that little moment where uh, Corky's talking about like, you know, just fresh off the bus with a tuba chapstick and a dance belt. (laughs) Dance belt. Mm -hmm. That gets you going? Well, you know, it- it, it, The implications. It's like, I would know what this night's gonna be about. (laughs) (laughs) I guess, are they implying that people use chapstick for lube? I I believe so. That's wild to me. If you don't have the money. I guess you only if you're from you the afford- you know if you're from a, whole, a small town before the internet sure. you're like just right, got off the do. destroyer didn't he just get off a destroyer something <laughs> like yeah. that yeah yeah so um, how homoerotic is it I'm gonna have to although Michael Hitchcock is very much like in love yeah but that's almost more like fandom worship than like sexual you yeah know? like he could True. almost cross the line to being like a stalker he, like he, yeah a stalker yeah. Like he's um, one of those Taylor Swift fans who you say one wrong thing, like your day is ruined. Yeah, your day is ruined. <laughs> your day. I wish it was just ruined. a day. <laughs> I told you not to tweet your review of folklore, John. <laughs> I just had a few notes. <laughs> Too long. Too long. <laughs> what are you, 14 songs? Um, a 10. A 10. Yeah, I'll go 10 as well. 10. I'm going to go six. Giving it an 8.67. All right, our next category, over-the-top wardrobe. Oh. Corky had a lot of over-the-top stuff, definitely. Yes. Can his haircut count? Yeah. Sure. As wardrobe? 
Absolutely. Um, the show costumes, I think, are pretty over the top. Yeah, and yeah. I also thought what was funny is like it seemed like they didn't try any of them on before the show. Yeah. Because they're backstage, like, where's this? Why what isn't this? And they're like, oh, oh, I had to get rid of that or try this yeah. on. It was like you didn't have a single she ate too many on. Sundays. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Fred Willard and uh Catherine, they're they're matching their jumpsuits. Yeah, their track yeah. suits, what they wear at the um at the audition, but, there's that weird yeah. gypsy looking woman, like she's got all the yeah. stars, the belly like dancer. She's on. But even when they're in at work at the the, the, the travel agency, yeah, oh, travel right. agency, whatever, like they have that matching like Hawaiian. I thought there's a lot of. I'm gonna go 74. 74. I'm getting up. There. Wow, up there with uh, Fifth Element. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this that Judy Judy sweatshirt is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go. I'll go 78. 78. Uh, I'm gonna go with 60. I don't think it's that crazy, but it's fun. Giving it a 70.67. Finally, camp factor. How campy is Waiting for Guffman? I mean, it's a it's that tough question of like camp in the like it's 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 knowing camp if it is campy. Right. You know what I mean? It's not. Um, these not people don't know what they don't realize how ridiculous they are right now. Right. So it's like very like smart considered camp if it's that. But I think it's pretty campy. Like, I think, again, like Corky's wardrobe is very campy. So many weird, like that last scene where he's like his shop and all the stuff he sells, like those bobbleheads and remains of the lunchboxes. And like, uh, you have a grounded, is it could be a grounded campiness to it? Does that make sense? I think so. Well, you can always have, you're always can have like campy elements within things. You know what I mean? That there's moments or instances. For instance, I have a quick list of campy things I noticed. Uh, here we go. Porta potty placement planning, doing an interview in pajamas, an onstage production of Backdraft, crop circles, being from New York carries a lot of weight in Blaine, using theatrical slang, watching Corky St. Clair designing the show's costume, Scrabble clubs, theatrical warm up exercises, describing being a travel agent as a glamour profession. Mm. Sheila demonstrating less is more acting. Pigs in a blanket. Corky's monologue about arriving in New York with only a dance belt and a tube of chapstick. The alliances that form during a theatrical production. A group getting quiet during someone's upsetting phone call. Seeing a play in a gymnasium. The electric charge that passes through everyone backstage when you're at places. Whenever the show's narrator gets to join in on the final number. Giving a newborn baby a balloon. And finally, my dinner with Andre action figures. In addition to everything else we've mentioned. I mean, yeah. Judy Tenuta alone. Yeah. That's like 20 points. I yeah. Like. <laughs> I think the back half is pretty campy, right? Of the yeah. 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 I mean, it's also like a campsite where he's yeah. like, oh, you snuck up on me. <laughs> yeah. It's not like when we watched so the campy. Right, it's not like when we watched the Apple. Right. That, if no, we were doing no. the Apple, that's 100. <laughs> we'll see. That's what's we'll see. Such a different, well, okay. we Because the tone is so. You know what? I'm going to go. No, I'm going like a 72. 72. Yeah. I think it's pretty campy, but they're so aware of it. They're so yeah. in control of it. So I'm actually going to go, I'm going to go 89. 89. Also, just anything set within like putting on a show mm. just kind of elevates mm. it. Uh, I'm going to go 90. And I remembered the less is more acting. So I'm going to update my character actress, makes a big swing score to a nine. <laughs> I thought you just said end, like it was the end of the, <laughs> the podcast. And like, you got to work on just better. Plug something quick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're on thin ice. <laughs> uh, 
All right, finally, we're into the crown jewels. So these categories, we don't rate them. It's we all agree. It's either it gets the bonus or it doesn't. Okay. So the first one, a 15% bonus point for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. I mean, I could go either way with it. I don't have a strong feeling either way. I kind of feel, especially since he's closeted, I kind part of me is saying no, even though right. like I love it and I don't think it's homophobic. No. But I don't no. think it's like a, I don't know. It's like, I don't, I can't imagine like do any, enough. and also like if you were to say to someone, oh, you remind me of Corky St. Clair, that wouldn't be a compliment. Right. Uh, I, think I got too, a yeah. lovely apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I have friends who worship oh, me. Oh, is it my, my dinner with Andre action figures? I if I leave, you. the show falls apart. <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. I think that was the one thing they could have. Yeah, I don't think he needed to be closeted. I don't know if that, what that ad, that joke didn't, that was like the only joke that didn't really It's just like land the t- I think for it's me. Like, it was like, yeah. It was 1997 or 98, whenever they made it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't think it gets it. No, no. unfortunately. All right. Finally, negative 50% of all the points if this is the movie Boat Trip. This is not the movie Boat Trip, so it will not lose 50% of its points. Oh, thank God. That was close, Josh. Worried. (laughs) All right, Josh, we're done. That's it. So how do you think you did? Do you still think you're in the top 40? I think I beat Wedding Singer for sure. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> well, I don't know. Beat, I, wedding I, Singer got a 39.93% and it's ranked 71. I was okay. doing so well until the, until the back half of this. Sure. Well, so, the bonus is okay if you don't do well during the bonus. That's so all right. You're oh. not penalized so much for it. So what was the question again? Do you think I did well? How do you, you yeah, think what you're do you in the game? Now that do we've gone through it. you personally think you did well on personally, this episode I, of this podcast? Personally, it's about 52, but I would give uh, Guffman <laughs> a 67, right? We've probably gotten the 60s. Okay. Maybe. I could tell you exactly how you got right now. Out of a total possible 2,323.75 points, Waiting for Guffman has scored 1,340.75, giving it a percentage of, say it with me, 57.70%, making it the 45th gayest movie ever. Not as gay as Scott Pilgrim versus the world, but gayer than Gremlins. Hey. Hey. I think this is gayer (laughs) than Scott Pilgrim. Well, Scott Pilgrim has actual out gay people in it, which oh, really is helps. Sure. <laughs> so, and more than one, I believe, too. Hmm. So that what is the, does help. What, what is the prize for number one? Our enduring you get mentioned love. every week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mentioned every week. <laughs> mm, that's good. That's pretty good. Female <laughs> trouble needs the help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's only on the Criterion collection. Oh, boy. Well, Josh. Thank you so much. Thank for you. What a delight. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time? Plug, Mark, we're in a pandemic. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, I think you did a good job. Uh, thank you. See you. Good... <laughs> yeah, my plugs are, John, you're very funny. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. uh, Mark, wow. great. I really thought you controlled the pace of it. Um, oh, thank you. Finally. <laughs> well, who knows? Hey, if UCB comes back, you can probably catch me there. But my, yeah, my. my Is there um, anywhere to catch a short film sperm? It's doing its little, you know, little run at the Festival uh, festivals. Runs. And then uh, I'm going to release it to the world. Okay, so check out my, I guess my Instagram. <laughs> sure. Promos are so sad to me. Okay, um, you're the one making it sad. It was I know, perfectly I fine. Know, um, you know, my Instagram at jbreckis. Uh, I'll probably be. Uh, I, I, you know, we're gonna released. cut all this. Don't worry. Yeah, uh, I'll release the date of it when it drops, like the kids say. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, like Billie Eilish over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> 
yeah so whenever it drops just follow me for that <laughs> great keep an eye out for josh Breckis's sperm all right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note we'll, we'll be, be right back, back. We're back. That was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was nice to watch that movie again. It's been a while oh, since I've seen flies. it. It just flies. Don't you just love an hour and 25 oh, minute movie? You sure do. I even, as oh. I said, dusted off my DVD and watched a bunch of the extras. That's fun. It's crazy. Like none of the songs are on Spotify. I looked it up afterwards. Oh, that is weird. That'd be fun. Like nothing ever happens in Blaine. Right. The stool song. The Great stool for song. a workout. High intensity. <laughs> Where's the dance Get moving? Nice. Get stuff going. Oh. Absolutely. No, it's uh, it's a classic, a modern classic, right? Yeah, I mean, 97, that's modern, sure. Why not? We all love it. <laughs> Do you know what else we love is hearing from you guys. And so we got an email uh, recently from John. It says, thank you. And John writes, hello. I just want to say thank you for bringing joy and laughter every week. And since I joined the retirement plan twice mm. a week. Thank, uh, wow. And since I joined the retirement plan twice a week. <laughs> that's, the, that's that read. Um, now I can't help but judge everything I watch with your Byzantine scoring system, and that makes life extra fun, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. uh, week after week, each guest brings a unique flavor of humor along with a particular chutzpah to play that is total hoot to listen to and the very creative ways some find to bend the rules, heaven. Uh, I'm glad Mark's hatred for mermaids is slowly dissipating, and I dream of a publication that contains all of his list of campy things found in the reviewed movies. And then they say, I want to reiterate the perfect marriage that is listening to two old queens while completing household chores, like listener Deirdre from a few months ago. I also want to give a shout out to Eugene Cordero's uh, son for his now iconic, I can't hear that, <laughs> along with some recent highlights like Big Dipper, Andrew Farmer, and Sam J. Miller. Sorry mm. for the long email, but one last thing. Dara suggests a couple of guests who I believe would be great additions to two old queens. Uh, indie pop star Bright Light, Bright Light, whose favorite movie is Romy Michelle's High School Reunion, and also Anna Matronic, who would bring her very unique flavor of camp to the whole endeavor once again thank you well thank you john fabulous we love to have lovely uh, message. both those people i'm glad that we're helping people uh clean their living spaces living spaces remember that <laughs> uh yeah that's so nice uh we glad yeah i never thought of someone listens to me while they clean their toilet usually someone's <laughs> cleaning their toilet because of me well, thank you, Jono. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. If you would like to, you can email us at twooldqueens, twooldqueens at gmail.com. Also, if you go to iTunes and rate and review us, uh, that really helps the algorithm and people find the podcast. We really appreciate that. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at twooldqueens, twooldqueens. Follow me on Letterboxd where I maintain the current scoring system. Yes, we've got merch. If you want to buy some stuff and help support the podcast, go to Public and search for Two Old Queens. There's a lot of fun stuff you could buy there. And we've got a Patreon, another way to support the podcast. Two Old Queens, the retirement plan. You get more of this. So you get twice this twice a week instead of just the one time. Can you imagine? Could you imagine? Well, oh, we do know our movie next week. And yes. fun fact, there was an Easter egg. Oh, it was my goodness. Mentioned was earlier planted. this week. It's the apple. The By the apple. apple. Sacred apple. Juju apple. Juju apple. I own that one on Blu-ray. So oh, wow, Blu-ray. I oh, have goodness. the apple. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. It's a classic. All right. So we'll see you next time. Stay safe, everybody. Goodbye. Boring, boring, boring. More, more, more. <laughs> now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Connie Shin. And special thanks to Alex Archer and Mike Rennie. Bye. Bye. We didn't get that right. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.